Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Last First Date Radio, featuring interviews with experts in dating, relating, and mating in midlife. And now, here's your host, Sandy Weiner. Hello, everybody. This is Sandy, and I'm so glad you're here with us today. I am the founder and chief love officer at LastFirstDate.com, and I want to thank you for joining us at Last First Date Radio. This is an acclaimed show about achieving healthy, off-the-charts love in the second half of life. And my special guest today is going to be relationship expert Dave Elliott, and he's going to be talking about the catch-your-match formula. This is his special formula about how to create an ideal online profile and succeed at online dating to catch your match. Um, really excited to have Dave on the show. And um, as a dating coach, my specialty is helping women date as the high-value women that they are in every other part of their lives because I truly believe that when a person knows their true worth, they attract their most aligned, highest-value partner. And um, I, I run a Facebook group. It's called Your Last First Date on Facebook. And we have about 500 members now. And this, the conversations that I see there every single day are from women who attract men who are not honoring them, who, who don't value them, and then they hang on and wait for them to value them more. Um, so that is really an unhealthy way to be in relationship, and you deserve better. So if you are listening and you have attracted people into your life who don't cherish and value you, uh, please come and join. Your last first date is a it's a free va- Facebook group um, where you can come for support and some common sense down-to-earth, grounded advice to help you with your dating experience um, because I want you to go on your last first date. And I also have a free gift for you if you haven't grabbed it yet. Go onto my website, lastfirstdate.com, and you can get a copy of the top three mistakes that midlife daters make and how you can turn them around with actionable steps to find love. We often make mistakes, we're not aware of them, and I have identified the top three. I also want to give a quick shout out to my sponsor, Audible. Uh, Audible makes a, has a huge collection of audiobooks, probably the, the largest collection that there is. And um, all you have to do to get a free audiobook and a one-month trial is to go to audibletrial.com forward slash last first date. That's audibletrial.com forward slash last first date. And now for our special guest, Dave Elliott. He is an author, a relationship expert, and a coach, and he works with clients all over the world. His clients get results because he specializes in rapid transformation whether they need a new awareness or improved skills or they still have some healing work to do, Dave helps them to do so elegantly, effectively, and efficiently. He helps close the gap between where they currently are and where they want to be when it comes to their relationship. He's the author of the Catch Your Match Formula, which is a book that I own, 
um, the developer of the Hug and Kiss Hierarchy. He's really into acronyms. And the creator of the Man Magnetics Formula, again, another acronym. Welcome to the show, Dave. Thank you so much. Glad to be here. I'm really excited to be here. Thank you for the invitation. I'm happy to have you. And it was uh, just people don't know, but we met at a Toastmasters conference recently, and Dave was one of the keynote speakers, and the first night I'm listening to him, and I don't know this guy, and he starts talking about the fact that he's a relationship coach, and he trained with Tony Robbins, and I'm like, oh, cool, I do that too, I didn't change with, I didn't train with Tony, but um, have a lot of respect for Tony Robbins and his work, and um, and we just started talking and had a lot to talk about. So I said, you've got to come on my show, and here you are. So yes. let's talk about the Catch Your Match formula. Um, what is it, and why do people need it? Well, thank you very much again for be, uh, inviting me here. Um, so basically, I wrote this book uh, a little more than a year ago. It, it was released a little more than a year ago. And basically, I brought the book uh, uh, together because I was speaking with an old friend who I had caught up with, uh, someone who I knew from like middle school. And she's grown up to be a really, really um, very sharp, a successful, smart woman, and she found out what I did, and she said, hey, I've got an idea for my dating profile, and she said, what do you think of this? And I thought, oh, my God, I beg you not to do that. It was a terrible idea, and it would have it would have just been really bad. And it occurred to me after that and then you know, several other instances over the years of doing this. Now I've been doing this for eight years full time since I left the corporate America job. And uh, I realized that you know, common sense is not common practice. And I used to be a, you know, an award-winning copywriter in advertising agencies, and I would do you know, broadcast production. And so I filmed uh, and, and shot radio and TV commercials. Uh, and you know, I, I have a pretty good handle on marketing and how to connect and how to you know, uh, present a pretty compelling uh, story that gets people. And, and so I was helping them, them do that in the realm of a dating profile. I think the biggest mistake people make in dating profiles is they just throw a bunch of stuff against the wall to see if it'll stick. And they say, I want this and I want that and you have to be this. And it, it tends to be rather myopic and it it doesn't even recognize that uh, a dating profile really is an advertisement. Advertisements have certain jobs. You need to uh, interrupt interrupt someone in what they're doing. They have to get attention. They have to have a call to action. They have to actually do something. They have to click on on your profile. Otherwise, nothing happens. They need to say, wow, she's, he, or she sound, he or she sounds great. I'd like to know more. Click email. They have to take some kind of an action. And I was just finding that uh, most people weren't getting the results. In fact, according to research, 80% of online daters are not getting the results that they want. Uh, 20% of the people who are paying their money every month are getting, you know, dates or meeting people or, you know, getting engaged or getting married basically by the definition in the research. And that means 80% of the people are just throwing their money away every month, not getting the the results they want. So I thought, wow, there's got to be a better way. Let me, let me help show them. Uh, yeah, well, you said a lot of really important things there. Um, you know, the the whole marketing background. There's such an incredible tie to 
marketing. And in the old days, the days where people would post ads on a personal, you know, personal ads, people were not afraid to call it an ad. You know, it was an ad. It's here I am, I'm advertising myself. But somehow with online dating, we've kind of lost sight of that. And I think there's this, it started out with a lot of shame that I can't believe it's come to this. I get a lot of people who call me and say, oh, God, I'm so embarrassed. I have to actually go yeah. online. You probably hear the same thing, right? It's it's like the stigma is less than it used to be, but it's still there. And so I think a lot of people think, well, if I don't put too much attention, then I'm not too desperate. You know, I think that's one one way to look at it. Um, but, you know, whatever you don't do well, you usually don't get results with. So, um, yeah, I, I was just on the phone this morning with one of my clients. We hadn't talked in a while, and she was so frustrated with online dating. And I said, well, what have you done since we spoke? Well, my profile, my, my online dating contract was up, so I closed it. Then I went back on, but I haven't really emailed anyone. But, you know, when I opened it up, nothing was really there. Nothing had changed. <laughs> well, uh, you don't you don't wake up one day and have a flood of emails in your inbox unless you're, you know, some Angelina Jolie or something. Um, most people have to put the effort in. And um, so let's talk about the right kind of effort. And um, you, you talked a little bit about the biggest mistakes. So let's let's go first to the mistakes that people make. Can you elaborate a little bit more on on the mistakes? Sure. Well, I think I started to say that, and I think basically most people tend to be a little myopic, and it gets the profile when you read it as the person who's looking uh, it tends to be a little bit self-serving. It doesn't ever talk about here's what I bring to the table for you. It's about this is who I am. This is what you need to be. I want to do this. I like to do this. I want to travel here. I want to go there. I like this kind of food. I like this kind of music. It it sort of jumps ahead and it doesn't really um, do an effective job of building rapport or creating enticement or intrigue or curiosity or, you know, the building that rapport says, oh my gosh, this sounds like an incredible person. And, you know, as far as why we do it, like, I, I think it's really, uh, you know, what you were saying earlier about the people, uh, what a, a terrible strategy that would be to sort of halfway try it just to say I'm doing it. You know, the technology exists. And while I don't think it's like the be all and end all, I, I think an online profile is just really smart because it's kind of, it's part of a media mix. It's like, you know, one part is get out there and, and meet people and, and find things you like to do and go out and do them and have fun and be in a great state and be, you know, if you're a lady, be radiant. If you're a man, be, you know, focused and, and, you know, really grounded and clear and rock solid. Those are all great traits uh, to meet someone. So, and I think the other benefit of online dating too is, you know, it's working 24 seven, you know, while you're sleeping or raising your kids or working or, you know, traveling or something. And, you know, good people are looking on those sites too. So I think it's just about, you know, if you're going to take advantage of the technology or, you know, take advantage of anything, I mean, quite frankly, you should, give it, you know, all you've got, you know, sort of doing it halfway uh, just to say, I'll give it a shot, but I don't want to get too invested. I think that's just a way of, you know, saving face, not getting your hopes up and, and doing something halfway. And I don't recommend accomplishing anything by doing it halfway. You know what I mean? 
Oh, I know what you mean. (laughs) I'm all about giving it all, giving it your all. I think with everything in life, you know, you get what you get, what you put in. Um, Yeah, it's interesting. I I just got my mother online, and um, she lost her second husband a few years ago. And she said, "You know, I'm ready. I'm ready to get out there." And she wasn't meeting anyone, so I wrote her profile and I did her photos and cropped them and uploaded. And I got onto a Zoom meeting, um, and um, so she saw a video of like I shared screen with her, and I. And I videotaped it so that she had a copy of how to search and how to email. And and she's she's complaining about the same things that every all the clients complain about. You know, nobody's responding to my emails, and I don't understand. And then she's making up stuff about people like, oh, he says he's seventy, but I don't believe him. Oh, well, you know, he says he's single. I don't really think he's single. <laughs> it's just like, mom, stop making assumptions. You know, right. talk to people, right? So I said, let's let's take a look at your emails. And I had really, I'd given her like a template. You know, this is how an email works. Um, this is an effective style of email. And her email was something like, we ha- we seem to have a lot in common. I am petite, attractive, um, like to travel, adventurous. You know, a whole bunch of I am. And then she started listing stuff about her past and sad things. And and it was just like, oh, oh mom, don't do this. So I I really had to show her again why this doesn't work. So, you know, the, the profile has to be connecting. It has to build rapport. And the emails, too. So... Let's, can you give an example of um, of a, an effective online profile? Well, I mean, that's a beautiful story about your mom out there doing it in her 70s, you know, out there looking to meet people, and I think that's terrific. Um, you know, it's interesting, though, the point you made about, you know, a lot of people do that. They'll throw some adjectives on a, on a page or on a, a, a website, and the thing is they don't ever take into effect or into account that those words mean very different things to everyone who reads them. And so what I, like, for instance, you use the word adventurous. Well, for some people, adventurous is, you know, putting on a backpack and traveling around the world, you know, for four years, like my wife did before I met her, that's adventurous. And, but for some people, adventurous is, well, it's Thursday and I don't really have plans for the weekend yet. Like there is a huge wide gamut of what adventurous means. So I always say, you know, demonstrate it, paint a picture of what that looks like. So if you're going to say I'm adventurous, give me an example of a time or a place or something you did that you felt like was kind of adventurous. And I think that speaks more to people. And I think the beauty of that too, like for instance, you know, if you said, you know, I, you know, I, I'm really adventurous. I, one of my greatest trips ever was going on a, a safari in, in Africa. And if someone reads that and says, oh, my God, a safari, that sounds incredible. I want to hear more about that. And you automatically get linked with, you know, the safari lady or the safari guy. And then they, they are like, huh, I'd like to find out more about that. Click. Let me, let me you know, put a like on there or, or something like that. And, and so you're looking to get their attention or you want to know more about it. Now you have something to talk about when you do meet or if you go into, you know, direct communication, which depending on which site you're on um, – you know, it's it's just a great way to stand out from the crowd. And I think when you paint a picture 
uh, it just takes it to another whole level. Anybody can throw an adjective around, uh, you know, adventurous, playful. You know, some people, you know, playful could mean a million different things. You know, fun-loving could mean a million different things. You know, go-getter, million different things. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think it really behooves you to really just be clear about who you are and tell some really interesting stories. So uh, it really helps you stand, uh, set yourself apart from your competition, assuming there is any. Right. Um, well, most people think there's so much competition, but the truth is that if you really bring your unique self out, then there isn't going to be that much competition because not everyone is looking for somebody who backpacks around the world or who went on a safari. It's going to appeal right. to the right person, right? And so I I go online all the time with my clients and I read profiles that say nothing. And it's like, how do you yes. even start an email communication with somebody who says, I want, I'm loyal, I'm honest, um, I like to work out. I mean, you and everybody else. And so, right. you know, it's it's people are afraid sometimes to expose themselves too much in online dating. And I think that you have to expose just enough and peak interest. And before you said something about leaving building curiosity as well as rapport. And and I think that's the point. It's not telling your whole life story. It's, oh, let me hear more about that safari. Absolutely. It's it's yeah. about intrigue and and people want to be, you know, it's it's got to be some entertainment. You know, they we're all busy enough. We don't need just another, you know, social event, uh, one more thing on the calendar. You know, we want things that we look forward to, we're excited about. And we're like, "Oh, I'm going to meet this really amazing person tonight. I can't wait to find more uh, find out more about them." So, you know, mm-hmm. it's something to look forward to and something to get excited about. And I just think it's a really great way to kind of set the stage for you know the the I guess the gradual unveiling you know and that's the other thing that people do is they'll throw everything on the screen and tell you everything about who they are and now there's nothing to talk about there's nothing there or they tell you so much you're like mm, yeah I don't think I'm interested in that whereas uh-huh. sometimes a little bit goes a long way you know you can create some intrigue and you know share share a little bit about your stories but you you know you don't have to tell them, you know, every, every sad thing that ever happened to you, like you said, or, you know, go in, you know, demonstrate about, you know, put out some wounds that maybe aren't healed yet. Again, that's going to be, and people will, a lot of people will see that and like, mm, no thanks, you know, some things you don't yeah. need to say. Some things yeah, are better well, addressed, what my you know. Mom, my mom was doing the heal, the wounds, um, I didn't finish my degree, my husband died of Alzheimer's, like, we don't need to hear that in an email. Um, right. And it, what it happens is, you know, that wound thing, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but that's like such a big pet peeve of mine that people connect with wounds instead of with the joyous parts of their lives and the the exciting parts of their lives. And because it's such an easy thing to do, to say, oh, wow, your father was crazy, mine too. Um, you know, <laughs> oh, my God, my ex, ex was just nuts. Let's talk about horrible exes. The energy. Yeah, that's in that not a great space, start. Oh my God, it's a terrible start. And yet, so many people just feel like they just have that verbal diarrhea when they first meet. It's like, stop, take those words back. So, um, yeah, so let's build a little intrigue. Let's tell just enough to, to create some, some interest with the right people. 
Um, and like advertising, you don't want to appeal to every single person either. You know, you, you want to appeal to the people who would want that product. Um, so there's there are a lot of parallels there. Yeah, that, so and, what I really do in the book is it's about branding, and it's about knowing who you are, what you bring to the table, and who is who is your target. Literally, you mm-hmm. know, quite frankly, you know, because as you're telling your stories, you know, you'll you'll get you you basically people opt in or opt out based on are they in your sort of what would I call the demographic, you know, their lifestyle and the things they want. You know, someone who is interested in some of the same things you want will be intrigued by the stories of things you've done or want to do or aspire to do. And they'll be like, oh, wow, I want to know more about that. And and Mm -hmm. vice versa, by the same token, people who are like, yeah, I have no interest in traveling to Europe. No, don't want to do it next. And that's fine, too, because you both save one another a lot of time. You know, find someone who can do those, you know, amazing, you know, bucket list trips or, you know, who feels a similar way about raising their kids or, you know, thinks it's important to volunteer or someone who would never volunteer in the community. That that, that way those people can find one another. Yeah. Um, I just think it's important. Yeah. Yeah, you want to you want to bring out the best qualities, the most important qualities, and um, and and find a connection with people who are interested in that. Um, so, can you share an exercise that people can do to kind of get to those key stories? Um, you know, what might somebody be able to do to to just get started finding those those little one or two line stories? Um, let's see. So uh, one of the things that I do in the book, I have a, you know, you mentioned earlier, it's kind of funny that I like to work in, um, in acronyms because I just find it's an easy way to pack a lot of information into something that can then be unpacked. Um, so like one of the things that I, that I think it's important to focus on is talk about in one of my chapters called tell them why you're the best B E S T. And that's not an exercise in narcissism. Uh, In fact, far from it. It's actually BEST is an acronym. BEST is tell them about the benefits of dating you. Like, what are the benefits? Why should I date you? Uh, Is a fair and reasonable question that they're going to be thinking about. So if you can offer them an answer, if you've thought about it, or if someone says it to you and you're, you're just totally, you know, thrown aback and you have no earthly idea why they should, that's not a good sign. So Mm -hmm. um, in that chapter, I talk about, you know, what are the benefits? What's the experience that we're going to share together? You know, what kind of things do you want to do? Do you want to travel? Do you want to, do you want to do this thing? Do you want to, what's important to you? Do you want to go on a, you know, whatever it is, do you like to go out to dinner? Do you like to go far away things do you like to are you a thrill seeker are you an adrenaline junkie or something like that uh or are you very you know health oriented you know those are things that you know people sort of opt in and catch the vision and say oh yeah that that sounds like someone who i can get along with really well so and then you could talk about the s in the best uh, acronym is about the sizzle what's what's the excitement what's the really cool thing what's your what's your life going to be about and and lastly the t is about the traits what traits do you bring to the table and again this is where we can talk about those acronyms or excuse me um adjectives uh the adjectives that you bring to the table and you know but it, if you bring a story with them, now you can sort of unpack those. Like, for instance, if you say, you know, um, you know, honesty is a bedrock value, you know, 
tell a little story about why or say something about why you you know honesty is really important to you you could say you know I've, one of the things that i've learned in my life i used to say it to my daughter in fact um you know i would i'm the kind of person who would rather hear you know the ugliest truth than the prettiest lie so you know that's another thing that i talk about in the book one of the ways to sort of hone in on who you want and kind of move away from the people that you don't want is to put in there what I call a velvet rope. Uh, a velvet rope, if you think about it, like if you know, go to the movie theater or an amusement park, it, it's kind of, it kind of creates a line or it creates a crowd or it, or it organizes a crowd or pushes one back. A velvet rope, the way I define it, is to say, here's one thing that's kind of a deal breaker for me. You know, If you're not really interested in committing to just an exclusive relationship, that's that's kind of a deal breaker for me and I'm, that's not going to work for me right now. And most people mm-hmm. would say, Oh my gosh, I shouldn't put that in there. And I say, absolutely. Yes, you should. You still want it like 95% positive moving toward, here's what I want. Here's what I want. Here's what I want. But then at the end close off with like, Hey, here's one thing that I'm really clear that I don't want. And, and I think the reason you do that is because one, again, it, it sort of gets some people who are not in the place that you want to be in to opt out which is great because now you're not wasting one another's time. It gets you to come from abundance, not scarcity. You're not afraid of losing people. Uh, You're just maximizing your time and theirs. And, you know, I I just think it's smart. And it also says, I know my value and I'm I'm not afraid to ask for what I want. Mm -hmm. I so agree with you on this. Um, People are so afraid to put out there what it is that they're looking for. And so this is what leads to a lot of people being disappointed six months down the road when they find out that the other person was not on the same page in terms of what they were looking for, um, even when it comes to long distance, because that can come up in online dating a lot. And um, if you're willing to travel to meet somebody, that's fine. But what's the long-term plan? And if you don't discuss it up front, then one person may think, well, eventually that person's going to want to relocate because I can't relocate, and the other person's thinking the same thing. And after four months of this, they both realize that neither one can relocate, and boom, heart's broken, disappointment. But you didn't have to have that, right? You could have discussed all that up front and avoided all the pain. Absolutely. I know, and I know exactly what you're talking about, but I my wife is from Australia, so when you talk about long distance dating, that <laughs> oh, yeah. that's long distance. And you know, there was some obviously discussion about that earlier on, and what's life going to look like. And again, that's you know, when you talk about show my the best, what's the experience? I got to know really early on that when I met her, she was doing a four year eat, pray, love journey around the world. You know, and so it's clear to me that variety is a driving value for her. She you know, loves to travel and experience cultures and, and, you know, different cuisines and, you know, she loves that travel. And if I wasn't, you know, okay with that, if I didn't appeal to me at some level, even though that hadn't necessarily been my experience, by having that conversation, we were able to sort of, you know, on board at the same time. And, you know, now there's a bunch of places she's been to probably probably 50 or 60 more countries than I've been to, but now she gets to experience them again with me. And, Mm. you know, I've, I've like, you know, before I met her, I'd been to probably, you know, three countries. And then since I've been with her now, I've been to about a dozen. 
So that's, that's awesome. The huge change, yeah. I and mean, plus, we lived in Australia for almost two years, so you know, I'm, I'm seeing a lot more of the world, getting a lot more frequent flyer miles, and it, it's pretty <laughs> incredible. We love it. So you both love it, uh, which is what makes it yeah. work. Because for other people, they'd say, uh, "Can't work for me." Um, so people have asked me that on a first phone call. Are you willing to relocate? And I, I have no problem with that question. I, I really appreciate when somebody's up front with me. Um, I recently had a talk with a guy who lives several hours away, and he told me what his financial situation is in terms of getting a hotel in New York, um, which is expensive. And he said he would come up and see me, um, but he can't afford a $300 a night hotel, so he has to stay with his daughter. Okay. You know, thanks for letting me know. Um, but he's willing to make the effort. He's willing to take me out. He's just saying I'm not a $300 a night kind of guy, but I am a generous right. guy, and I'll, you know, and I will take you out in style, and I will come to you, um, which also tells me a lot about a person. So you it know, really stop paying attention, right? And um, yeah. So um, we are coming to a close, and so will you? Just give us some parting words about online dating success, if you can sort of capsulize the the essence of why people should get online and, um, you know, how to have success. If you could just give us a little snippet of that. Yeah, well, I, this time flew by. So, I know. Um, it was great to be here. I really think, like I said earlier, the key is, you know, it, it's not the be-all, end-all, but it's just another um, – accent or it's a way to make your time work work even more effectively for you uh, and expand so that you could do what you're doing. Uh, this online dating works while you're working or while you're raising your kids or while you're traveling or while you're sleeping for that matter. So I just think it's effective and there's nothing to lose. Some people don't want to do it, but that's fine. The beauty like of my book um, it's really great to be able to, even if you're sitting with someone having a coffee date, you know, if you can tell them who you are and what you're about and you've got this really compelling story about who you are, that's going to serve you very, very well sitting there getting to know someone too because it's all about how do you effectively tell the story, develop rapport and, like I said, intrigue and curiosity and, and you know, make it so that people can draw out the best of you. So, you know, I think that's the beauty of the book. It works in a profile uh, on a website, but it also works in line, uh, in person, excuse me, when you're sitting across the table from someone. So m- most people don't do the work to really know their value and get clear and say, wow, I, I really had no idea. I had so much to offer. I think so many people, I'm sure you meet them too, or, you know, reasons they struggle with dating is they don't really know what they bring to the table. And I think that's one of the beauties that we as coaches, um, that's one of the gifts that we bring for them. We help them get a ton of clarity. And it, confidence is the one trait, the one thing that uh, women and men agree is well, that's an amazing trait. You know, we all love confidence. And confidence comes from knowing your value and knowing what you bring to the table, I think. I agree. I think that's great advice. I think that the more prepared you are for anything in life, the better you do. Um, The more clarity you have, the more focus you have. And so if you compile a great online profile, you're also creating the little nuggets 
about yourself, the little stories about yourself that you can bring to dating and to any other relationship that you have. Um, So this is really fabulous advice, Dave. Thank you for coming on the show today, and I hope people go out and buy the Catch Your Match formula. Um, Tell everybody how they can find you and find your book. Well, you can catch me. I'm having a brand new website done. It will be going up any day now. It's really, really close to finish. I'm excited about that. I'm at legendaryloveforlife.com. My book is available in... uh, on my website or also uh, at Amazon.com. You can buy the buy paperback or in the uh, Kindle version. You can get that immediately on Amazon. And then I also have a site, the uh, CatchYourMatchBook.com, so they can find me on there as well. Perfect. Well, thank you so much. Best of luck selling that book and helping more people find love. And uh, thanks everybody for joining me today and joining me and Dave Elliott today and I hope you all go on your last first date very soon have a great day thanks everyone